We're talking a little bit earlier in the show about parents at a, a Toronto school in a predominantly Jewish area. And they're asking, you know, why weren't we told about our school being vandalized with swastikas and other hateful symbols? And the answer we get, you know, this morning is that the board's moving away from telling parents about these kinds of incidents out of a concern that the uh, little darlings might be vilified or it could create copycat incidents. And their statement is, quote, we have a duty to create a school community that's not only safe for students, but one in which they can learn from their mistakes. And I'm like, really? We don't punish kids today. We don't even fail them. They can do whatever they want. They aren't learning anything right now. But I digress. I mean, really, we only know about this because students went home and told their parents. I mean, they didn't even tell the elected trustee. Why? In a time when we know hate crimes are surging, certainly with Jews, why wouldn't you tell the elected official? Rachel Cooper, elected co-chair of the Parent Council at Toronto's McMurrich Junior Public School, joining me now. Rachel, thank you. Hi. So this is one of those stories where, you know, I, I got a call earlier saying it's not really a big deal because, you know, kids don't really know what swastikas are in that. And, and that may be well and good, but we also know that there are other more serious um, incidents happening other than a crude swastika or whatever. But what was the situation in this case? Uh, in this case, um, we had the Simon Wiesenthal Tour for Humanity at our school the day before the incident. So oh, wow. we had Holocaust programming for the grade. Uh, four to six children. Um, they learned about anti-hate. Uh, they learned about being an ordinary hero. And as part of that program, they did uh, learn what a swastika was. So the the kids involved, uh, at least in the grades four to six, at this school did know what the symbol meant. Um, and then the very next day, uh, two swastikas were found in the girls' bathroom. Now, have there been incidents before? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out at what point the board doesn't say something. And I would say for that particular school, it's in a, you know, there's a lot of Jews in the area. So you would kind of want to say, hey, just bringing you up to speed. Here's what happened. We're taking care of it. But they didn't even think that was necessary. So uh, the last time that I remember this happening, as far as I'm aware, and, you know, I've been with the school since uh, 2015 or so, uh, in 2019 this occurred, and the principal was allowed at that point to send an email around uh, to the parents. And, and I found that email in my inbox. Um, I sent it to the administration, to our principal, uh, when this happened and was told uh, that the board no longer allows that type of communication. My understanding is that change happened in the last year and a half or so. So I actually don't know if other incidents have happened in the last year and a half. We were not um, told about right. it. Which which really bothers me. That's kind of what in the bigger picture really bothers me is like, what don't we know? Yeah. I mean, you're on a, on a, a parent council. You're an active participant in education. Clearly you want to know what's going on. Um, and again, we've got boards that are deciding on behalf of parents what you can know. I don't like that. You know, I think parents, given it's a public system, should have the opportunity and transparency to know what's going on in their schools. Because there are a lot of other schools where we've heard of violence. Uh, certainly we've seen it. Um, and again, what aren't they telling parents? What's the bar? And is it different for every school? Absolutely. And that that's our concern. And that's why we uh, brought this through to the media. Um, I, I 
I feel very strongly that our administration, our principal, our vice principal, our trustee, that they are best positioned to make choices about individual uh, circumstances. And in this case, um, I, I would have liked the control to be in their hands mm-hmm. over whether a communication comes out to the parents of this particular school in this particular circumstance. Certainly, there are circumstances where I can imagine um, there being a risk of vilification, let's say, uh, or there being a risk of copycat incidents. I don't think that would have been the case in this circumstance we're talking about. But then, but then again, Rachel, they can call the cops and have a cop come in and say, this is why we don't do it. But they don't do that, right? Like there's no penalty. There's no deterrent. There's no, you know, they, they've tied the hands of the principal. The teachers can't say anything. And I think the boards are taking control of what can and can't happen, but they're not trusting the people on the front line to say, if a kid acts out, if they are bad, deal with it. And then maybe it wouldn't happen every day as we're hearing. I mean, I can't say that that's entirely accurate. And I don't obviously work within the school. I'm a volunteer. I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a job outside of this. Um, my understanding is that there has been a lot of education within the school uh, from the administration and from the teachers down to the students. I'm not concerned um, with that aspect of it so much. My concern is that the parents aren't being looped in. Uh, and, you know, parents and the school, I think, really need to work hand in hand as co-educators of these children. And if the parents have no idea what's going on, then they aren't able to adequately uh, you know, engage their children in these conversations yeah. that I really think are so sensitive, they need to be part of. Um, as you mentioned, it, I wouldn't call it a predominantly Jewish school or Jewish neighborhood, but there definitely is a Jewish population within the school. And there are some children as young as seven years old right. who heard about what the symbol means from their peers and from their teachers without ever having heard it from their right. parents. The impact of that on these kids is significant. Well, right, because uh, young yeah. kids don't, you know, I have a Jewish son. We have not told him about the Holocaust yet. He's just right. not ready. Uh, and in right. the last seven weeks, we're very careful about what he sees and doesn't. But there are a lot of kids, you know, seeing this, they don't know. And then if you don't know, then who knows what they're learning, right? Right, exactly. Not every kid comes home and, and vomits out the details of their day to their parents. I have one kid who does, and that's who I heard it from. But my seven-year-old, I didn't hear anything from her until I asked her point Blake. And yes, she had heard about it, but I had no idea. Yeah. Um, well, we'll keep an eye on this, but I just don't like that these, um, the board, in this case the TDSB, and they've done it with other issues, is, uh, is taking the front lines of the parents away um, and certainly the communications. So Absolutely. let us know what happens, Rachel. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's Rachel Cooper weighing in on the TDSB, um, basically tying the hands of teachers and the principal at one school, and parents not being told what's going on. I have, a, I have a problem with this. I think parents should have a problem with this. Parents at the front lines for their kids. Public education's paid for by the taxpayer. We have a right to know what's going on. Whether it's this kind of stuff, whether it's pronouns, whether it's any other issue. Parents are the front lines for their kids. And it's just not happening. And then they tie in more and more to it. The boards know best, right?